This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. It's the Adam Gold Show. I'm Adam Gold. We're bumping with Travis Kelsey uh, all day, aren't we? Is that what we're doing? Yeah, Mrs. Kelsey. Yeah, we're that... bumping with Travis Kelsey all day. Uh, there has been way too much conversation about that, but it's all right. It's fun. I got no problem with fun. Um, I, I do believe if there was a prop bet, how many times would uh, Fox cameras pan oh, to yeah. uh, Taylor Swift with Travis Kelsey's mom in yeah. the luxury suite during the game? Or her chant behind a mom. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Does she work blue? Taylor Swift working blue? That's good. The, um, I mean, honestly, the game wasn't exciting. No. I mean, the Chicago Bears are terrible. It's bad. So it's just bad. Hey, yeah, they're working it. for that first and second draft pick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, we'll talk about the Panthers. All right, it's time to talk to Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com, Pick Six podcast moderator. Uh, we'll get to Travis uh, and uh, Mrs. Kelsey in a little bit. Um, let me ask you uh, That's about the only thing I cared about. That's only that was like the biggest <laughs> storyline yesterday by far. <laughs> Like I had to, like I was trying to think of other things football related, and I just had a blank space in my mind because the only thing I could think about was Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. See, here, here's where I would go with this: who would be the proper, who would be the proper celebrity for like Zach Wilson? Right. So Travis Kelsey, Christina Aguilera, current, current. No, 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 no. I'm trying. I'm trying to come up. See, if if I were if I were still a Jets fan, uh, I'm fierce. What? No, no, no. I would. Oh, that would be. Uh, you know what? I think you might have hit on it. She's uh, older. I mean, if you do follow her on Instagram, it's, no. It's a do I follow her on Instagram? What is wrong with you? You know me, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't know why. I, I guess I was trying to. I was guess I was trying to tell you that I, <laughs> you asked the question without saying the statement, so that way I'm not like I follow her on Instagram and it is a hot mess. Um, I think is, I think you've just given the right answer. Is Britney Spears will be uh, at MetLife for the Jets game against the Chiefs on Sunday night? How fast can NBC flex out of that game? Well, if Taylor Swift's there, not that fast. Um, yeah, I, I don't think they can. I don't think you can flex out until later in the season. Yeah, you can. They're stuck with it. So we're, yeah, we're stuck with it. Um, but I mean, certainly, you know, this is one of the, the the issues with you know when you when the NFL, you know, when Aaron Rodgers is yep. traded before the NFL schedule is made, and the NFL schedule makers and the NFL go all in on Aaron Rodgers with the you know, it's a, like, like I know. You know, you're a, you're a recovering yeah. Jets fan, but like, you know, the, the NFL wants you know the NFL wants the Jets to be good. Sure, like they, like the NFL yeah. would prefer the Jets because the Jets are like a very popular team. Um, they, it's New know, York. They want a good. Te- There's a reason why they brought te- two teams to Los Angeles, even though the city of Los Angeles right. had no interest in any teams, right. but they gave them two, even though they didn't. And they not only did they give them two, they gave them the wrong two. They should have given right. them the Raiders and anybody. They could have given them the Raiders and uh, Navy. Panthers. And they would have been fine. <laughs> it would have been fine. But instead yeah. they gave them the Rams back, which I guess there's some Hollywood history there. Uh, and the Chargers, who started there, but nobody cares. 
Um, right, right. But the point being is like the you know the schedule makers went all in on the on Aaron Rodgers and the Jets being an excuse. Yeah. It was the only thing we talked about this all. And look, if Aaron Rodgers is healthy right now and the Jets are two and one or or three and zero oh, um, or even one and two, which they are, you know, we're still like yeah. you know, this is a huge game. It's Rodgers versus Mahomes instead of right. All right, how badly like. How many times can the cameras cut to Taylor? Please, Taylor, are you busy on Sunday? If not, we, we need you not to be busy on Sunday. Yeah, we need you to be at MetLife Stadium uh, supporting right. uh, your uh, your future husband. All right, I'll be real real quick since I don't want to come back to this since we're already here. Um, mm-hmm. I texted you during the, I think it was either maybe after the game against the Bills or during it. Um, and in my opinion, I could be wrong about it. This could be a hot take. In my opinion... The Aaron Rodgers injury is quietly the best thing that has happened to the Jets because it is really exposing the real problem. They knew that Zach Wilson couldn't play, but they really had no other option, right? Maybe they could have just jettisoned him and brought in another quarterback other than Aaron Rodgers, but they were trying as best they could to basically buy time for two years so they could have either another quarterback or maybe Zach Wilson would have gotten it watching Aaron Rodgers for two seasons. There's no chance they would ever pick up his fifth-year option, zero. Um, But ultimately, the Jets have so many holes. Uh, I think it's even showing on defense a little bit uh, that they were never going to be that good, ever. That the whole thing was uh, their record last year when they were 7-3 and with six of those wins coming against backup quarterbacks, that everything was overinflated. Joe Flacco Browns win in like week two, which was like a once in like every like two hundred years, yeah. you know, or like once once every like literally every couple of decades a win like that happens. Yeah, I mean, I think that you know this offensive line is a problem, and it's terrible people were people were, so coming. You know, people said the Jets are a quarterback away, and then they got Aaron Rodgers. It's like, well, this is team just got a shot to win the Super Bowl. It's like, well, then why is it they're over under budged? It didn't move once this offseason. Like it, like once Rodgers' rumors started happening, it got it got nudged, up, it got moved up to nine and a half yep. with the over minus one twenty, and it didn't move once until the start of the season. It's crazy, and and that's because there was still, and I wrote about this, you know, it, it, after the injury, but it was like you know, there were still question marks surrounding the Jets. I mean, if the offensive line was bad, it was going to be problematic for the, whoever played quarterback. Rodgers, you know, played four snaps and got in, you know, took three dropbacks and got hit on all three dropbacks. Right. Um, you, you, you have a defense that is really good, but people were treating this like it was like the 2000 Ravens defense or the, like, right. the Bucks Super exactly. Bowl defense, right? And it's like, it's, it's, it's a good defense. It's a top five NFL defense right now, but it's not like, it's not the, you know, it's not right. this. It's not historic. Hard, like this, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not historic, and they didn't play well defensively against uh, Buffalo until Dallas. late. They certainly right. didn't against Dallas. They allowed Dallas to move down the field on them, especially third and long. There was a third and third. Um, I'm wait, we're spending way too much time in the Jets. The defense yeah. wasn't as good. We'll just leave it at that. And we're seeing all the uh, all the warts offensively. Uh, I think that they might but, be. But to your point, to your point, the Aaron Rodgers injury allows them to maybe recalibrate their expectations for 2024 and to make adjustments that they need to make in order to be successful if he's able to return. Every draft pick is an is an offensive lineman. All of them. Yeah. Every single one and everybody they target in free agency should be an offensive lineman because that's what they're missing. They have skill. They have skill guys. They have running backs. They need offensive linemen. All right, let's get to uh, teams that matter. Uh, 
Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, make sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013 or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Is Dallas simply a product of playing the Jets and Giants in weeks one and two? Because they went to Arizona and they ain't good, and Dallas's offense looked. Ugh. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, Dallas is two and one. Um, great start, you know, great start, and then you lose in week three badly, double digits to the Cardinals. Arizona came out and did some stuff on offense with Josh Dobbs using RPOs um, in order to sort of keep Micah Parsons right. at bay and like isolate him and, and keep him like for, basically force him to be like a like like all right, buddy, play the run. <laughs> And instead of letting him just be a pass rushing maniac, and that that changed things for them. Um, and then you know the, the Cowboys were also missing two offensive linemen, two starting offensive mm-hmm. linemen were Zach Martin, uh, I can't, Zach Martin, and somebody else were ruled out like right, like like surprisingly um, late in the in the afternoon. And um, Arizona's trying hard. Jonathan Gannon has played against the, the Cowboys, uh, coached against the Cowboys, you know, uh, a lot because he was with the Philadelphia Eagles before, mm-hmm. so he knows that personnel well. Um, I also think that the Cowboys, like I put this on coaching, right? Dan Quinn uh, and the defense didn't weren't prepared for Arizona's uh, attack and the way that they attacked them. And then Mike McCarthy, you know, I'm not like not dogging him for the play calls necessarily. I don't think they were great. I mean, they were awful in the red zone. Uh, Dak Prescott one of nine in the red mm-hmm. zone, I believe. Um, you know, you, you score in the red zone if you like, they went one of five maybe on their on their trips to the red zone. But like the other problem is, I think that that team sort of sauntered in there into into the Cardinal Stadium, thinking, yep. all right, like what, what, what are, how much are we going to win by? And you can't, do, you know, you can you can do a little bit of that in college um, if you're, you know, you can just like talent can just overpower a team, and sometimes you can sneak by uh, in the NFL. But like if you if you get if you get the if you get a, a bad team's best effort in the NFL and you don't show up, you can lose at ten times out of ten, and that's what happens yep. to the Cowboys. There's no question. Everybody gets paid. The Jacksonville Jaguars are one and two, and, and probably you could make an argument should have been should be zero and three after sure. the uh, the opening win at at the Colts. After getting, I mean, Houston, Houston came in and just, I mean. Took it to them for, for uh, however many minutes. How many minutes did they play? I don't even know how many minutes they play anymore. Uh, something like that. Uh, all right. Uh, so I think Dallas, and they play 60. Uh, Dallas, who knows if Dallas will be, uh, will be like I thought they might have been the best team. Well, I mean, three, three, three underdogs is seven and a half points or more won outright yesterday. And there were four. And the only one who lost is the Bears. Well, <laughs> let's uh, we'll get, well we can we can talk about the Bears because there is a, a full on mutiny going on. It appears now in Chicago. Um, is it possible that maybe patience wouldn't be a terrible thing for the Bears, or because it's it is just three games in, and maybe I'm not saying they have the the right quarterback or the right anything, but that it ain't this bad. Um, I think it's this bad. Okay, I, dude, the Bears over under for the for their win total this season closed at seven and a half. I mean, really, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Who, 
And they're like people. Justin Fields was twenty to one to win the MVP yep. when those uh, when 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 the season began. Twenty to one. He was one of the top ten favorites. I mean, I was I was ripping it every chance I got. The idea that those odds came that far down because Justin Fields, look, you know, athletic freak can run like run around like crazy if if you know if they, if they design it for him in the offense and they use his legs on purpose. But he like he hasn't shown he can be an accurate passer from the pocket. Nope. The Bears kind of have protect like they they went out and got Nate Davis and they drafted Darnell Wright, but then they lost their left tackle. And, you know, they traded for DJ Moore. But DJ, you know, this isn't like, this isn't the same thing as like the, um, the Bills, like, like, all right, we've got a, a lot of stuff in place. We feel like we're almost there. Let's go trade for Stephon Diggs. Right. right. Or, you know, I mean, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, or even like, even the Raiders being like, Devontae Adams on the block. Let's go get Devontae Adams. Like, that's, you know, because, you know, this is like, they really got DJ Moore. DJ Moore's a good player. They're a great player. He's right. the number one receiver. He's a, he's, a, he's a good player. But the, the the Bears don't want to – the Bears are trying to you make Justin Fields a passer. And that was a mistake. Ignoring, right. But but also, like, last year when they, they were like, okay, fine, all right, we stink, um, and this isn't working with Fields. Like, let's let him run. And they they started running, and everybody's like, God, you see how amazing Fields was? And, like, he's just he's running so much, and, like, piling up the yards. He's like, yeah, they're also losing. They lost 10 games to close the season. <laughs> and he got hurt running in those games. And yeah. so the idea that they're just, like, if, it's, if you just start letting Justin Fields run, that's going to unlock this offense, and the team is suddenly be good, is it's asinine. Like, this is just – they were the worst team in football last year. They had some off-ball linebackers. They improved the worst offensive line in football by by a little bit, and they got a good number, like a 1B receiver on the team. They didn't get that much better. Correct. And uh, do you know anybody that picked the Bears to win that division? Don't answer the question because I may have been that guy. All right, let me ask you about uh, let me ask you about three coaches. You, <laughs> yeah, other, other than me, I know, I, know, I know plenty of people who thought the Bears were going to be a playoff team, and 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 like there's a reason Justin Fields' number didn't MVP number didn't get to twenty to one magically. Like a bunch of people bet it. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get to uh, three coaches, two of which I believe are actively trying to get fired. So let me start with the guy that won. The Los Angeles Chargers won at Minnesota because Kirk Cousins doesn't know that he can spike the ball, that he that he has the authority to do that and refused to do it for some silly reason and then threw an interception. Mike Williams torn, eight, torn ACL, by the way. Oh, really? All right, thank you. That's yeah. bad. Um, but the Chargers had a four-point lead uh, on the road with, like, a minute 40 left fourth and one from their own 24 and went for it Mm -hmm. and didn't get it and invited a loss. Brandon Staley won the game, but should be fired anyway. Correct. So there, I think you're going to pack it several different ways. I I, I look, I ripped Brandon Staley last week uh, with good reason. Defense has been terrible. Decision-making has been awful. Analytics have been thrown out the window. And like he was brought in to make, to be a really good defensive coach to be a really like, he's allegedly like a great decision maker and he was going to really embrace analytics. And so like, those are the three reasons they hired you and all three reasons are going really poorly. Should they continue to employ you? Probably not. Um, having said that, I, I thought that the decision to go for it on fourth and one, the analytics say that he should have gone. 
Yeah, it's it's. It, it, Why it, do it, the it, analytics it, say that? Because, well, because if you you the, look, the Vikings had been the Vikings had had four drives. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com. That ended inside the Chargers' six-yard line. Right. And on those four drives, they got 10 points combined. Uh That is horrendous. It is. I agree. I agree with all of that. Uh, even if their defense had been playing well, uh, except if you get if you if you get the first down, the game is over. If right. You punt the ball. If you punt the ball, you are asking the Vikings. You're, you're giving the Vikings a minute forty to go score. I think the difference is eighty. It's somewhere between seven and ten percent an increase in win probability if you by going. This is this um, is the problem. This is the problem with all of these data all of this data is that it's stupid. It doesn't take into account humans. The, the the notion, first of all, the first consideration has to be, what happens if we don't get it? Oh, we give them the ball on the 24 or worse, and they only have to go 24 yards with no timeouts as opposed to having to go, oh, I don't know, 74 yards with no timeouts. It's infinitely more difficult. The fact is, with an, it is. With the, I mean, it's, infinite I is the it's, infinite, it's, infinite is 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 the wrong word difficult. to use. Infinite yeah, is the I mean, wrong word to it's use. More difficult, but like, dude, the Vikings are moving the ball. Up, and look, I, this is this is a it is perfectly fair to argue at this point. I had a, I'm on a text thread with me, Pete Prisco, and a couple other people, and like we were like fighting to fighting about this to the point that things I can't say for FCC purposes were, were logged <laughs> out. Uh, but like, it, it's like it, it it is a it is a like I don't think the analytics are 100. percent I don't think you said the analytics say that you have to go. So yeah, we got to get rid of the, the, the analytics. Are sometimes smart and they're sometimes nonsensical. And if you well, follow them all the time, don't take, analytics don't take into account the fact that Kellen Moore was, was going to run Josh Kelly, who's averaging one point seven or one point one yards per carry up the middle of the, of the middle on the fourth and one when you've got Justin Herbert who you can bootleg out right. and throw to like Keenan Allen or anybody else. So yeah, like the play call has to matter. Um, the analytics is basically saying like the, the analytics is taking like a bunch of raw data and saying, okay, over time, this is the percentage of this. And this is the percentage of this it's crazy. It needs, like it needs, for instance, if it's the Eagles and you have Jalen hurts, you're like, why wouldn't you go for that? You know? But with the with the Chargers, it's like, dude. I, I mean, like, I guess you guys can get a yard. I'm not 100 percent sure because your running game stinks right now. Yeah. Uh, and like, if you have Austin Eckler, it's different too because you can get in shotgun, which I hate to do on fourth and one, but you could get in shotgun and you could have him run like a Texas route, or you could have him, uh, you know, run a draw. You could run a play action draw, or an RPO. There's all, like the, the personnel should matter. The, the, the you know all the yeah. play calling, all that should matter. Um, I mean, I think the like, I, I here's my thing too. Brandon Staley's on the hot seat. 
he got in his own head at some point. I, my theory is that because of the front office and ownership telling him that, like, they're just sick and tired of, like, this crazy analytics stuff you're doing. Um, and, and that he, you know, he, last year he stopped doing what, what, he, what, he, what got him the job in the first place. If you're going to get fired, go down swinging what you believe. Go down swinging with what you believe. Well, that's fine. Know? But it's, that's a, to me, it's a fireable offense, even though they got away with the win. Minnesota had the ball at the six-yard line with, I don't know, 30 seconds left. Uh, again, if Kirk Cousins had the ability to think on his feet, then the Vikings could have run maybe. Well, he, called the play, he called the play himself, actually. Eventually, yes. After however many seconds ran off the clock because he couldn't hear at home. The whole thing was dumb. Uh, real quick, I, I only have. Uh, that game was always, always going to end very yeah. stupidly, though. No, I, 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 like a block 72 yard field goal. Completely right. agree. Uh, real quick, um, Josh McDaniel said. Uh, they were two scores down. They were two possessions down. That's why I kicked a field goal. I mean, I, I can't. I just can't be the – if Josh doesn't understand the difference between two possessions and two scoring plays, then maybe Mark Davis should move on from him too. Uh, but I'll just ask you this. The worst coaching job in the history of the NFL last year – <laughs> Sean, Sean right? I'm sorry. Sean Payton <laughs> is zero two against two teams that will not be in the playoffs: the Raiders at home and Washington also at home. And then got seventy hung on him in Rochester Miami, Jefferson style. <laughs> seventy. I am. Oh, I can't love listen? that anymore. If you listen to the Pick 6 podcast, don't be offended. I forgot. I was like, Wilson, is it you that keeps telling me? I was like, somebody I know. Somebody I'm good friends with keeps telling me. Are we sure it's not the second worst? It, was like, it is. Oh, it's the second worst coaching job, and it's you. So don't, don't be offended. I forgot. I'm sorry. I was like, it's, a, it's quite all right. All the time. It's, yeah. it's but, quite, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's your line. You, you may be onto something. Um, Mike McDaniel, former Broncos ball boy. Uh, also, a uh, sneaky thing I thought of midway through the podcast last night. Um, Sean Payton actually is the one who cost the Broncos, cost the, the Dolphins uh, their 2023 first round pick with the tampering stuff with with Tom Brady. So I wonder if uh, Mike McDaniel sort of wanted to send a message to uh, Maybe. To, to Payton. Um, yeah, remember because it was the Tom Brady Sean Payton stuff where they were tampering and the NFL investigated. They lost their first round. Oh pick. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean maybe, maybe a little message there for Mike McDaniel. He could have gone for for more points. Could have gone for seventy three. I'm enjoying uh, it. Decided to take his foot off the gas. But, yeah, I mean, Sean Payton, man, I mean, Denver, Sean Payton should be really, really glad. Like, the biggest winner in the whole Taylor Swift thing isn't Travis Kelsey. It's Sean Payton. That's, people, people are so busy talking about Taylor Swift that they're not focusing on the fact that Sean Payton's defense gave up 70 points. Like, we haven't seen it happen since the Rochester Jeffersons. 70. That's beautiful. 70. Uh, it, 70 look, as a, as a recovering Jets fan, I'm even open – to enjoying the Miami Dolphins. They are fun, and it's even more fun when Sean Payton Bill, has the Bill big Dolphins number 70. Whoop, whoop, say again? Oh, yes. Should be very good. By the way, I'm not buying the Bills just because they beat the Raiders and the Washington Commandos. Will Brinson, senior NFL writer, CBSSports.com. We'll talk to you next week, my friend.
Bye, buddy. See you, man. More great news for Cary commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away.